Life in the Land of the Ice and Snow. My name is Heather, and I'm here today with my co-host, Shana. Bonjour. Bonjour. Hello. Our guest today is Amori. Amori, you got it right. <laughs> I, I, well, not quite as, as good. But. We're, get, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> yes. Wonderful to meet you. We'll start off with the usual. How long have you been in Sweden, and what brought you here? So that's the usual. Yes. <laughs> um, how long have I been in Sweden? Uh, three years and a half now. Okay. And what brought me to Sweden? Just, uh, just life. Um, it's it's quite uh, quite a long story, but I'm here to tell it. So yes. he- here we are. So we um, we initially got together with uh, my lover then wife now um, when we were in New York. Uh, and we were in New York for a while, and then we had to come back to France for um, for visa issues. One of us uh, had to go through a long process to get a visa, uh, and it lasted a full year because of like very silly reasons. We couldn't get this uh, darn visa. So after a full year, it was uh, early early 2015. I decided to move back to France. Uh, and so that same week, uh, because we again didn't decide this move, it was it was a fine move, right? We none of us uh, had uh, lived in Paris, where our parents were, our sort of adult life. Uh, so it was we were looking forward for that, but still we decided on that same week that we got back from New York that uh, comes three, four, five years, we'd move again, uh, because that life we didn't choose that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, sure enough. Three three years and a half later, uh, we we got married in uh, June 2018, and um, we wanted to have um, a honeymoon in you know in those one of those parts of the world that you need to wait the winter for Europe when it's summer there. Yes. While waiting for that, uh, we decided to have a little break after the wedding in Stockholm. And uh, it was just a marvelous, marvelous long weekend. Everybody that I talk about, it, uh, that I mentioned this to, uh, would say, oh, yeah, summer 2018, the best in ages. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, yes, right. And, and, so we, <laughs> and so we didn't, uh, we arrived in Stockholm and we didn't decide, okay, like, this is it. Uh, this is where we want to be. But it was more like, what are we still doing in Paris? <laughs> You know, it was that the moment, that trigger. Okay, that's it. Uh, uh, time to move. And so we we looked at uh, the world map. You know, within minutes, uh, we obviously decided to not go to any destination uh, that would require a specific visa. Of course. Because of what we went through. And so it was Europe. So we went through all the different countries, the different uh Capitals mainly because we, you know, coming after New York and Paris, we knew you that need something international yeah. to be able to get jobs. And, yeah, uh, and so, so we, yeah, so she was very much for Berlin. I was not. Uh, I was very much for Lisbon. She was not uh, in London. The Brexit was happening, so oh. it was out of the equation. Mm-hmm. And then we looked at uh, Copenhagen and Stockholm as Plan A, and then uh, Amsterdam as Plan mm. B, and so. She started to look into um, uh, Stockholm. She got a job. I then searched fully or switched my search to Stockholm fully. Also got an amazing opportunity there. 
And so uh, here we were, uh, moving uh, early 2019 uh, there with the two of us having jobs, which is fantastic. It's amazing. Yes, yeah. of course. Uh, and also, you know, <laughs> now being, uh, so this being recorded, uh, back to school 2022, um, you know, in 2019, we were lucky to have a full normal year before COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also... It was very nice. I guess it was a really good introduction to Stockholm and Sweden because we arrived in January. So the days were getting <laughs> longer and longer and longer. And we had a very, also very decent summer uh, that year. Mm-hmm. So we got the full, I would say, the uh, really good experience uh, for, for a good year. Before, to set the foundation. Uh, before, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all hell break loose. <laughs> Yeah. I, I always think it must be very difficult for those who moved like around 2020 because it's yeah. everything's different. It doesn't really matter where you move to. It's not going to be the same experience. I mean, even if we had it pretty easy here, uh, it was still, uh, you know, weird times for sure. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. So when you came to Stockholm just to visit, what was it that made you guys think yes we need to be here over yeah. paris is it just because you know paris is so large and crowded yeah it was a, i think a combination of a lot of things uh but but then i know that what i'm gonna say is will sound super cliche to you and you've heard it like a thousand times by now <laughs> uh but the amazing mix between water nature and international city yes right <laughs> So almost like a pitch uh, for for Stockholm, um, <laughs> but yeah. So so I think it was very uh, surprising for us and very very different in this way from uh, from Paris. I mean, seeing people swimming in the city. You oh, probably I also know. heard that example thousands of times. No, not really. Well, but no, uh, but that was like super mind-blowing for us it's it's something that i think is amazing too that yeah in the middle of the capital city you can just there's plenty of places to jump in the water everybody's laying out and yeah but i think it's something that like you don't realize it and maybe like i'm still in shock by it but like it's not something you do in in canada either right like our lakes are no and like you know most large cities don't really have somewhere where you can no. just like, hey, after work, let's go take a dip. So I, I, I do think that's really, really nice. And the water's so clean. And it was just around Midsommar, so there's, you know, <sighs> the special vibes uh, the here. Time. And the sun's out, so people are more <laughs> smiling. And um, so we had, the I, I guess, the weirdest thing happening before going there. The cliche was that, uh, obviously, uh, people were kind of cold. Uh, Swedes, Swedes were kind of cold, and so we we arrived right after the airport. We took a cab to go to the hotel that we rented uh, in in Maratoriet, so a mm-hmm. super super nice area. We didn't know at the time; we were sort of guessing, but it was obviously a super nice place to stay. And then we, I kid you not, we opened the door of the cab to go to the, to the hotel, and there was just somebody right then that was uh, you know. Passing through the, the paveway, oh, no. like the bike mm-hmm. lane. Uh, no, the no sidewalk. Sidewalk. Yeah, sidewalk. The sidewalk. The sidewalk. Yeah. And so, so she, it was sort of an older lady, and so she stepped a bit away, seeing that we were speaking French or whatever. She said, "Welcome to Stockholm," <laughs> and and it was in a very nice and very genuine manner. Well, that's lovely. And, uh, yeah. and it was like so contrasting with everything that uh, we read about Stockholm and such. Yeah that uh, yeah, it, it's stuck with us. 
I got to give you a compliment right back for your country because yeah, obviously Paris has a reputation for being, you know, short with people in rude and we have yeah. never experienced anything there except super friendly people. Yeah. Very helpful. Well, yeah. I'm super glad then. Uh, <laughs> not my experience, but... but uh, I'm, I'm Maybe really we don't know what they're really saying to us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're just they're saying it with a smile. Yeah. Um, most people in Paris, or maybe because you're uh, international and sort of a bit outgoing and smiley, maybe they would react somehow well to it. But yeah, most of them in Paris that I know are quite, quite grumpy and... Uh, <laughs> Why? Not, not it's so like, you know, it's beautiful food, beautiful people, beautiful landscapes. Why? <laughs> yeah. Do you have another half hour? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Let's, not, let's not get into okay, it. Yeah. Okay. Another topic. Yeah. Well, in my experience, everybody's been very welcoming okay. and very yeah. nice. I'm super glad to hear. And super very helpful, hear, really. too. Yeah. <laughs> so what has been like your biggest culture shock or have you had from going from like the U.S. to France to here? Anything where you're kind of like... Why do they do it this way? I have to say that to me, this is the most peculiar, th peculiar thing that they would have one main dish for every celebration <laughs> through the year. Uh, <laughs> it's a good one, right? I love it. But I, I, I think it's fascinating to have, you know, uh, every time we celebrate something, meatballs. Uh, yes. You know, it's, it's just like... Um, Christmas, midsummer. Yeah, <laughs> anything, yeah. And, uh, but uh, at the same time, it's, uh, it has its own charm. It's funny how you can't necessarily get sick of them either. Like, I'm like, I'm always excited to eat them. And I mean, and I mean <laughs> well, then, you know, the more you, you eat it, the more you can tell if it's really good or not. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. real good meatballs are quite something. It's yeah. really, yeah. What about like um, what time people eat dinner here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, those are... Those <laughs> <laughs> you guys are asking the question. You know the answers already. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah but it, yeah, it's true. So everything's everything's pretty much like one hour, one hour and a half, maybe two hours earlier in the day. Um, so compared to France, people would arrive to work uh, much earlier, uh, would get lunch much earlier, and then also leave work earlier, dinner earlier, going to bed earlier. Everything moved back uh, or moved up so, um, wait, so like in france you would start at like 10 a.m not 10 no not or 9 a.m but more like around nine it depends on which industry you work also okay. but uh, maybe in you know the digital space that we're in maybe between 9 and 9 30 yeah and then you um, would have lunch at like 1 32 you would have lunch you would never have lunch at noon like okay. this is unheard of the earliest person would be like uh, noon 30 like 12 30 yeah uh, mm -hmm. and then usually it's happening or it starts between 12 30 and 1 30 yeah and then usually yeah for example you would never have a meeting unless it's very very important you would never have a meeting at one that, really that's yeah that's just ridiculous hmm. because the, yeah you know it's right in the middle of people eating yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> that's so really you interesting would, so though. for example you would you would definitely have meetings from noon to one yeah so that's happening. Yeah. Uh, but one to two is uh, like, yeah, it would very rarely happen. Huh. Yeah. And the way of eating, you like mean? you were saying um, that you thought it was funny that they, you know, it's just one main, like meatballs, yeah, yeah. meatballs for this. But when you go to a restaurant mm. and I mean, people, I feel like people order a lot of different courses in France as compared yeah. to here. Also, I just learned today that 
in France, apparently, you don't eat salad before the meal like you do yeah. here. It's after the main yeah, exactly. part of the yeah, meal. Yeah. So it's either uh, you would either have, you could maybe start sometimes the meal with that. So it would be the starter. But when you're having a larger meal, uh, it's usually, so you would have a first course, mm-hmm. l'entrée. Mm-hmm. Then you would have the main course, le plat principal. Uh, and then you would have salad, then cheese, then dessert. But that's that's usually that's you would never have this in a week time. Right. Never. Right. More like it's a more nice like a, dinner out. More like a nice. No. 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 Not even on a nice dinner. No. I mean, or it would be very rare. I would say more like on a Sunday meal, kind of. You know. Okay. Or yeah. maybe if you were hosting very special friends on a Saturday or on a on a Friday. Uh, but no. No. Um, that would be like, it's, you know, that would be a very long meal and very, yes. you know, you would have to <laughs> prep a lot, which we do, but uh, not uh, as much, uh, I would say. So yeah. speaking of food, have you found places you like that have food that are similar? Here in Stockholm? Yeah. So actually a, a few people are, are asking me, sorry, are asking me about this, like, where do you go to eat French food? And so, okay, so. Through my uh, diff- the different roles that I've had since I'm, uh, I'm in Sweden, uh, I've had the opportunity to go back and forth to France quite somehow often. Uh, and so I don't miss the, the, the French food that much. I don't crave for it. So I would rather try not anything but French, but I wouldn't aim at French. With that said, what are good places? I have, on my Google Maps, I, have, like, I literally can't see Stockholm anymore. Because of the number of pins that I have, <laughs> to you know, of either places Good. that I like or that I don't want to try. But if the people out there listening <laughs> want a really good recommendation, they have to go to Comet K O M E T, which is a, a little cafe in Kungsholmen and near T Centralen, uh, and it's it's uh, uh, Nico and Marie, two French uh, folks that made it maybe more than a year ago and they are making uh, croissant amazing croissant oh. amazing pain au chocolat and really good uh, food all around and it's it's just a, a gem uh, a gem that i recommend uh, thank trying. you i'm yeah? gonna check that out yeah that yeah. sounds we're, we're going we're gonna we're all gonna go yeah. what are questions that you don't ask often you've been you guys have been there a while now. You've <laughs> yeah, been interviewing a lot of uh, international folks, hearing probably a lot of common stories and, and common themes. Mm. What are stuff that aren't too common or aren't too obvious? I don't know. Everyone, like everyone's story, even though like a lot of the, the red thread is sort of the same, yeah. everyone's story goes so differently and then it's, that's where the conversation goes. But I'm trying to think, what, what do you think is a good question we should ask? Maybe, so maybe, and maybe ask this, but uh, like what's a good, what's a super good or unexpected anecdote uh, with a suite that you have to share? No? Do Go right you, ahead. No, no, I'm just thinking, I'm, just thinking, I'm <laughs> trying to think of an answer now that you ask. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but we okay, but you. I'm just thinking as a question, you know, about the question <laughs> as I'm talking. What are some of your more memorable interactions with Swedes? It can be good or it can be crazy. You're thinking <laughs> well, about the kind subway. Of crazy. <laughs> um, the, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, the the first midsummer that we celebrated here 
it was in the Salchebaden. is another cultural shift. Yes. Yeah, letters that you pronounce in your own country that sounds completely not the same in Swedish. Yeah. So so and we we didn't know about the area when we arrived there. And how posh it was, mm-hmm. and so we we went to the um, uh, Airbnb facing the the water, uh, and it was just just an amazing amazing time, and and we d- we weren't with a suite at the time, like in the Airbnb, but all around uh, the houses were just plenty of suites, folks celebrating uh, Midsummer, mm-hmm. and so every encounter that we had this weekend uh, was just so so very nice. There was this. Uh, couple that had their kids that were living just uh, above us that uh, you know uh, we were seeing all the time and they were super kind they uh, they even i think i'm wondering if they if we shared champagne or or like a like a cake at some point together there was this big rock that uh, a lot of houses uh, surrounding the area would go to to, yeah. to take a bath and then at some point obviously the next neb- the the neighbor a bit uh, further that has you know private jet private beach <laughs> private everything uh, arrived on their super super long uh, sailing boat <laughs> impeccable <laughs> you know like blue with this red lining wooden boat wow. so, like amazing <laughs> everyone being uh, blonde and blue eyes obviously <laughs> Uh, but it was uh, it was just this very very unique moment that um, we we had for Midsummer. Didn't you realize that the rest of town isn't quite like that? We didn't even <laughs> quite, get to town. We didn't even get to town. We just you know had like uh, all our bags uh, full of uh, food and, and drinks, and then arrived there and that never sounds left. like a fantastic Midsummer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it is beautiful out there. So yeah. that's a very a very pleasant story. I think to wrap it up with. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amory, thank you. Merci beaucoup. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, that was uh, that was fun. My first uh, podcast <laughs> ever. 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 We just we just uh, you say that as if just everybody's guesting on yeah, podcasts. Like, uh, you have yeah. I figured you'd be like this would be like your laundry list of like you know you've got hundreds under you by how interesting you are. <sighs> what do you want to hear? <laughs> Perfect. Thank you.